Mm. Oh, wait, give me a sec, give me a sec, give me a sec. Oh, I gotta give him a sec. Oh, uh, no. Give me a sec. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, we're started. I don't... Oh, we start. Hello, everyone. Who cares? Uh, I don't even know what episode we're on anymore. They all blended together. Um, episode quarantine... Uh, yeah, episode quarantine triple X. Day 23. Give it up for day 23. As you all know, this is Mork and Mott's happy hour from quarantine. Um, Mike and I have lost our minds. It's official. Can you hear this crack? Oh, I heard it. Oh, that's a snappy one. I haven't stopped talking, so you could hear it. Look at me go. Um... But yeah, we're we're back for another episode. Um, I don't have any ad reads. Um, you know what? This podcast is brought to you by beer. It keeps you sane in these tough times. It makes you smile. It makes you remember why you need to go to the store. Beer. Drink the only it. Essential. They should be going to the store for. It is the only essential item. Not toilet paper. Not canned goods not any of that no. shit just to- just beer um what a so i heard you crack it mike what are you drinking today uh mango bud light seltzer because it's been sitting in my fridge is that all you drink now pretty much nice i mean it's I mean, the strawberries are still cooking in there obviously well yeah you don't nobody touches those after we it's gagged it's bad get to those today I'm indulging in, um, as you probably could have guessed, a nice, Kolsch. a nice ruby red Kolsch. Uh, I'm, I'm one away from finishing my first twelve pack because I've been rationing these like you wouldn't believe. And then after the next twelve, I gotta order like three kegs of it, just because. Who cares? It's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. I, but now we're running low on like good beer in the house. Well, no, we're not running low on good beer. We got a shitload of Corona and we have limes, so we're far from gone. And I still have twelve Kolsch's left. But <clears throat> something tells me in this upcoming week when everything starts wrapping up for school, I'm gonna be slugging some serious brews. Gotta celebrate. Yeah, I mean, I I'll just black out during uh my 8 a.m meetings i'm just gonna wake up pound as much as i can and then poof i'm a dead man um Ripperoni. so while well i guess mute well we we can get back on our little grind here of the actual like content i guess we can do short segments we, we got short i mean some of them are still gonna be longer than others but well yeah we'll we, we have we have stuff to touch on um, we got music first. Yep, kick us off we'll with go, music. We'll go sports. Yep. For whatever we can think of. And then TVs, shows, and movies. That one's going to be amazing. Stay tuned for that segment because it's, it's going to be a doozy. Uh, but, uh, Mike, kick us off with music. Yeah. Um, so, Morgan Wallen, one of our favorites here for country. Released a song last Friday, More Than My Hometown. It was good. Not, not last Friday, this past Friday, two days ago. Yeah. It's Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. I thought it was Saturday. I'm not going to lie. Damn. 
pretty good song. Not his best work, but I mean, it's solid. I mean, I listen. It's a good showering song. It's a chill song. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a one summer rolls around. We blasting it with the windows down. With the, the windows, car. with the windows down, in our rusted out pickup truck with a Confederate flag hanging out the back. Confederate's a little too far, but yes. No, it's it's gonna be a. We're the the big tattered American flag then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To show that we get it, we know what America's all about. Yes. Country, rust, and flags. And then Jeremy Zucker and Baby No Money also release songs, not together, their own singles. That would be a bomb collaboration. I, I, it'd be it'd be a weird fit. Jeremy's too chill for Baby. Baby No Money's too high octane. You know, nobody yes. wants his smoke. He's just filled with nitrous. Yes. He's like dry ice. Um, I, I didn't listen to either of theirs. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. I, I Jeremy's just, wasn't my favorite. Neither was Baby's. I just keep devolving back to whatever I was listening to before. I haven't adventured out into the wide world of yeah. music. Everything's the same here day in and day out. So it's in the same music. Yeah. Um but uh we have some album rumors. Yes, big album rumors. Post. 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 S- dropping sometime in 2020. So that means 2021 sometime in the spring that's when it's actually dropping. Yes. Or or I think it could drop 2020. I mean, it's got nowhere to go. Exactly. Nobody's got anything to do. All you do is work on the album. You're not on tour. I think we I'm could su- see this on time. I'm honestly surprised there hasn't been more music dropped. Yeah. I mean, you had, for the rap world, you had Little Uzi Vert releasing an album a while ago. A couple weeks ago. Not great. Um, we actually got, uh, someone wrote in to the podcast, um, and they said that they wanted us to um, review the child, the new Childish Gambino album. Uh, I did not know he released it. I know it was like three weeks ago, and I, I'm I, I know I mentioned it to you, and we both had the same reaction of, eh. Um, but I'm never gonna listen to that because Childish Gambino has like three good songs that and, I'll uh, listen our to. Our favorite uh, beat beat 'em up rapper, the baby, released an album. I I did see that. I did see that uh, because. I listened, uh, what song did I listen to? I listened to like a minute of it. Let me, let I me beat my wife. Real quick. Was it the classic "I beat my wife" or "I punched my kid" or "I beat some random woman in an alley" or "I"? No, no, no. <laughs> it goes along with that that you can blame it on baby. Oh, it's his fault. He knows. Yes. Yes. Uh, at least he's. Now, I don't know if that means blame it on his baby as in the baby's baby or baby as in the baby he's gotta have a child he does he has like a son i think like a son <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> it, it's 2020 it they you can't you can't assume you i don't know assume. what i don't know what they are you can't assume no um yeah, that, I mean, you're more in touch with the music world than I am. It's I, as I saw a tweet from um, old Syracuse Orange men's basketball legend John Gillen. Oh, he tweeted, "How do you people listen to the baby? I literally can't do it." 
I'm all on board on that. The baby sucks. Every song's the same. He's not good. He's not good. Um, was John Gillen a point guard? Yeah, he hit the game winner against Duke. Duke in the dome. And then what One happened the to him? Great, huh? Then what happened to him? Um, I think he he played in either the G League or some other developmental league. You know, I don't know where he's playing. Well, nowhere right now, but somewhere, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? He's too cool. active on Twitter to be doing anything meaningful. I think he just gives hot music takes. Um, yeah. I say we at, we finish music now. Yeah, that's good. Yep, good. That's all I got. Uh, now into sports. Um, sports are slated to come back soon. Um, we talked about with no fans. The MLB, what they're thinking of doing? No, have I even seen what they're doing? So the idea is that they use all the spring training facilities to play the season until fans are able to come back. Okay. And then they change up the divisions based on how close those spring training facilities are to, like, limit travel and stuff. Okay. So that makes sense. I saw a list of it. So it would basically be the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League in Right, instead of AL Florida and in Arizona. So then they, but then they mix up all the AL and NL teams in the Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues, and then they use a universal DH. Interesting. Should be interesting. It's like a little short season bullshit. That'd be fun. I think there's. Yeah. I think that would be good, but I also don't like that they're going to do it in Florida, where they literally don't care about containing anything. So. Well, if, I mean, as long as they don't fucking. The players are going to be responsible. The MLB is going to be responsible, obviously. Right. Because nobody wants to get it. Like everyone no. has a brain in the major in Major League Baseball. It's just once you get down to that panhandle and that penis sticking out of the bottom of the states, you're like, I don't think the people who live there have rules. If we could just cut Florida off as a sacrifice for COVID and just float it out into the sea, that'd be ideal. Circumcise it. Cut the tip Circumcise off and let it, it go. Um, but I, th- I think that would be good. I think that would um, be nice. Well, did you see what the NFL said, like, that their conditions for coming back would be? I don't think so. It's um, that if they were to do it, all players would have to stay in hotels, and they would just use any, really any football stadium they could get to that's Mm -hmm. a football. Like, as long as you can play football on the field, they will play there. But I guess the thing that they think is most practical is Hawaii because it's isolated you house all the teams in the various hotels nobody goes anywhere and you just play football in Hawaii and like there's enough fields there I guess that it's very practical to do it well, probably, well yeah University of Hawaii right they have the pro uh, then... the Pro Bowl stadium yeah and probably whatever high school field. Yeah, like they said, they they just use high school fields. Yeah. But uh, I think that's the primary target for the NFL now. Um, the NHL, uh, I think it was Max Pacioretty who spoke out, and he's like, I literally don't care if I have to wait six months and play in Antarctica. Um, I just want to play. And I was like, okay. 
I like that energy. Yeah. Um, other sports, nobody cares about the NBA. Who the fuck? If I go on Instagram one more fucking time and see a shitty meme of someone like crying, it's like today was supposed to be the start of the playoffs. I'd be like, that made me so mad. I'd be like, I want you to make, I want you to count on one hand and see if you can make it to the second hand of the number of people who give a fuck. I guarantee you, you and they can't be a player. I guarantee you, you will find nobody. But um, for actual content that we will have next week, this Thursday, starts the NFL draft. Yes, I am excited. I was um, I was reading reports on r slash NFL, and I guess a bunch of GMs have been speaking up. And well, there's a bunch of rule change or like protocol changes now for it because it's all virtual. Like they're are they like extending draft times and stuff? No. But, so, no, they're not extending the draft time for your pick. However, if there is a trade for the pick and it's going to be completed, but you just need to finalize the terms, they will extend the clock or just, like, let the clock end and increase the time because the trade is going through. It's not like you're finalizing, you're negotiating. It's like if the trade is going through and it's... Like, we know that it's going through. We're not going to cut you off in the middle of the trade and say, oh, time ran out because of your shitty connection or whatever. You can't complete this trade. Gotcha. It's like, if the trade would go through, then they will allow it, basically. And they had the virtual draft, I think. They had the mock draft to test everything. But uh, the other thing was GMs are speaking out, and they're like, you guys think you know who's getting drafted where, but you don't. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I just want, what's his name? Jerry Judy? Yeah. I just want him with his, what do you get? Single getting? digit. Single, you got like a nine. On yeah. The, the like... A nine. What is, so is that like an SAT for people that didn't actually do college? It's basically... It's pretty much a, t- it's like, well, obviously you know what it is. It's just common knowledge. Like, I took one last year just to see what I get, and I got like a 30 something, high 30s. All right. And, and it's, it's just a bunch of like, it's like a mini SAT. And he got a nine out of 50? Yeah. I think it's out of 50. Like, what What does that even mean? Like, does anyone even factor that in? For a wide receiver, no. It's more for QBs, I think. But, I mean, come on, dude. Where is he from? Alabama? Is that where he's yeah. out of? Yeah. I mean, for most of those people, it's like, that's the first test they've probably taken in years. Because, like, if you're a stud at high school, they don't make you take tests. They're just like, hey, show up enough so you can play and graduate and go to college, and that's it. And then when you get to college, it's show up and play enough because you're winning. It's basically make sure the coaches can pay off the professors enough to make sure you pass. Take the easiest fucking class as possible. Have the tutors write your essays and go play ball. That's so stupid. But whatever. They're making money and I'm not, so. Yep. Clearly I've chosen. I'm looking at a mock draft right now. Burrow's and, Burrow is number. He's going to Cincinnati. That's confirmed. Yeah. And then they got Chase Young going number two, which makes sense. Which is the, the Redskins. He's a defensive end out of Ohio State. 
Yes. Then what? And then they have Tua going third. Oh, Tua. That's right. With the Dolphins trading up to take the Lions pick. Because the Lions have the third pick? Yes. Isn't Stafford still on the team? He's on the team. But what he was hurt last season. Well, no, the Dolphins would be picking Tua at three. Right, but they traded for the for the Lions pick. They, yeah, so they traded. They, they, not not this hasn't been done yet. No, I know, but that like what what pick do the Dolphins have? Five. And who's between three and who's fourth pick? The Giants, but then this mock draft also has the Browns trading with the Giants for the so the Browns get the fourth pick and then take Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker from Clemson. Oh, okay. this is all fucked. Then they got Justin Herbert going six to the Chargers. I was about to ask who the Bills take, but they got Stephon Diggs with their first round pick. Yes, good pick. That is a good pick. Um, Brandon Bean is using more wrinkles in his brain than I thought were humanly imaginable, with a football IQ of higher than fifty, higher than Jerry Judy's nine. Yeah. That's fucked. Why Why would they have the Dolphins trading up? Because uh, they think Tua's their guy. I don't know. Why would the Lions take Tua? Why would the Giants take Tua? They wouldn't. There's exactly. no point trading up. It's like when the fucking Bears traded up to get to Trubiscuit. <laughs> it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Cause and like, then Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and someone else that I can't think of right now got drafted after them. Like, picks 10 through 15. So fucking dumb. <laughs> Didn't they trade up one spot, too, from 3 to 2 with the 49ers? Yes. Because they thought the 49ers were going to take some quarterback that nobody had heard of? Yeah. Nothing will beat the bear like the watching the reactions of Bears fans. I'm just, I'm waiting for one of those picks this year. It's yeah. kind of like the Giants last year when they took Daniel Jones. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care that that's your quarterback. Like that's who you think is going to be the future. Like he obviously has like he's decent. He's not great yet, obviously, because he has to develop. And he's super young. But trading up to get him, like, or not not even trading up. You had picks, like, 3 and, like, 15. Like, I think he's going to be there at 15. Take someone that's good at 3 and, like, take the best player that's still on the board then. He'd probably still be there in the second round. Yeah, like... He's a mid-round pick. So, without trading, it would go... Cincinnati one taking Burrow, Redskins at two. Yep. Which they might take Tua because fucking who knows if Dwayne Haskins is actually good. If the... <laughs> and that's the only team that can draft a quarterback because you're not going to have the Lions take Tua. And if they were going to take Tua, they wouldn't trade that pick. Most likely. Right. And then you have the Giants not going to take them, or the Browns, I guess, trading for the Giants pick, who have Baker, not going to draft Tua. And then you have the Dolphins still at five. 
I don't I don't think do you really think Ron Rivera and the GM of the Redskins will take another quarterback? Don't they have no. because they have Haskins, they have yeah. McLaurin who was with Haskins. They're going to take Chase Young who played with Dwayne Haskins. Like why why wouldn't you? I like I feel like that's a good energy to have and there's literally no reason to take Tua. If anything, I would have thought that. So, like, yes, they draft Chase Young, and then I wouldn't put it out of like possibility that Ron Rivera brings fucking Cam Newton in. That would be wild. I, I think, wouldn't doubt it. I think that would be wild. That would be my most likely spot for Cam Newton. I think they have something. Who who were the Redskins quarterbacks last season? Was Case Keenum on the Redskins? Yeah, but he was terrible. And Smith is still getting paid, but he died. Yep. Never playing football again. And they had Haskins. Who played like the last half of the season and then poopy. Didn't they have one yeah. other quarterback? Haskins is just like a young version of Jameis. Yeah, he's going to throw for miles and throw picks for negative miles and throw record touchdowns. It'll be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, last season they had Keenum Haskins and Colt McCoy. Oh, Colt McCoy, my favorite quarterback. Who's now on the Giants? Yeah, it's just like, uh, oh, well, they, the Pats cut Cody Kessler, but. So I mean, like Case Keenum's definitely not making that much money. I don't think the Redskins have that many people on high payroll. I wouldn't doubt they bring fucking Cam in. Well, no, if they don't, if they don't pay Trent Williams, their payroll is going to be nothing. Yeah, <laughs> which they're, they're gonna, not going they're gonna to. They're going to bring fucking Cam in. Oh my god! I mean, he's putting in the work. I think he'd do okay. He's not bad. No, he's not bad, but he's not. He's not great. <laughs> he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you kept him in Carolina right now with fucking Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, and it's a healthy Cam Newton, not injury prone Cam Newton from the past two seasons. Well, yeah, that's why I, I wouldn't. He, that's why I wouldn't take I Cam Newton. Because he's dying I, on I mean, the field. He's basically gonna have an entire fucking year off going into the season. I mean, him. What do you do? Break his foot? I thought something with his arm. Oh, it could have been. Uh, who I have cares? no idea. He was hurt. That's the bottom yeah. line. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think taking an injury-prone quarterback when you could develop Haskins for another season and see what he can do. I mean, but if you have no one on payroll, just bring Cam in anyways, and then bench him. Flex. But, you, but like, if you have, if you want Haskins to be the future, just have him develop under someone, not fucking Case Keenum. Yeah, good point. I would bring Ryan Fitzpatrick over. Isn't he still signed? Yes. And he's going if they to trade for if they trade for that man. That's insane. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of what other sports news there is. I don't know. My fucking road to the show player in 19 is amazing, but I wrecked his career by simming a season and a half. That's okay. The poor guy. 
how long realistic, like, not in, I mean, I have a, tw what, he's 20, I think he's 21 this season. What are the realistic odds of my road to the show pitcher career starting as an 18-year-old from Vietnam who has a deadly fastball? What are the realistic odds of him starting in double-A and moving up to the majors halfway through the season in real life? Um... Let's say it's the Orioles, too. Like, the Orioles roster. Keep everything the same, but don't use the show logic where they trade Mike Trout to the Astros. Use okay, like, we're using real-life logic? Yes, real-life logic. How long would it take an 18-year-old player drafted in the 15th round of the MLB draft to get into an MLB rotation? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So, but that would mean that his rookie season would technically be when he's 26. Yeah. Is that, like, typical? I mean, unless you're an absolute stud. I mean, like, Aaron Judge didn't play until he was, like, his rookie season was 28. Holy shit. Like, Pete Alonzo's fucking old. But Like, for a rookie. I think Jeff McNeil's rookie season was, like, fairly recently, too. His was, like, a year or two. Like, Pete Alonzo's 25. Jeff McNeil's 28. Sorry, Aaron Judge is 27. So his rookie year was when he was 25. But how old is... But like, and that's like a top 10 player in the MLB. How old is Glaber? Glaber's fucking young. He's like 22, isn't he? Yeah. But like, that's unheard of. He's 23 right now. Yeah, that's absurd. I mean, for a pitcher, though, it's longer because... Like, hitters, it's just if you have success, you can move up. Pitchers, they try to develop more. And make sure they're like ready for an entire fucking MLB season. Alright, that makes sense. So it's usually longer. Alright, then good. I have time to be a dumpy fucking Orioles pitcher before I, I have mean, actual let's look expectations. Like Walker Bueller, what the hell is this he's, he's 25. starting pitcher he's, on the Dodgers. And he's, yeah, he's a stud. He's 25, he looks 32. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got that... He, He's got the red beard, right? Or am I no. thinking... No, Walker Bueller's clean-shaven. Okay, then I'm... I mean, I know I'm thinking of... Oh, are, you, are you thinking long red beard? Or trimmed? Well, no, I was... I think I was thinking of him as Justin Turner, but... No. I mean, um, you got Max Muncy on the Dodgers, too, who just came up, like, two years ago, and he's 29. Yeah, that's absurd. It's a lot longer, but baseball's different where... Like, it's not the NBA or the NFL where your first-round draft pick's going to play that year. Like, you right. don't see them for, like, five years at least. Right, unless they absolutely cook. But even, like, it takes so much developmental stuff because going, like, going from college or especially high school to the majors is such a giant leap that, like, you have to take each minor league level, like, seriously to move up. Well, yeah. If you're serious about it, absolutely. I mean, I remember uh, last season when we went to the Mets-Cardinals game and we saw the Mets' first-round pick that they had brought in. That kid looked 16. 
Uh-huh. And he just didn't even know what was going on. He's like, whoa, what's going on? He had, like, his own box. He had security walking him around. With his dad. With his dad. And I'm like, fuck. Like, you're younger than me. And clearly you're do- going to do something pretty cool if you actually turn into something. Yeah, that's a crazy part where we're getting to the age where people breaking into the NFL and NBA are like our age or younger now. And then I realized I didn't I didn't do anything like that. I just uh, like, like like let's let's take Joe Burrow who's going to be the number one draft pick on Thursday. I mean he's twenty three. He's, he's he redshirted him. That was leaving, but I mean, he's a year older than me. Yeah, he's a year older than me. Uh, no, I'll be the same age. But um, I was trying to think of who it was. Well, the other crazy thing is, if you look at the ages of like international soccer players, oh, they're super young. Uh, the PSG Killian Mbappe or whatever the fuck, however you say yeah. his last name, I think he's twenty. He's twenty-one. Oh, he is twenty-one. Yeah, but like, he must have just turned twenty one then. Yeah, like people like him, people like uh, Pulisic. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else is really fucking young, and I can't think of them. I don't. Know. I don't play FIFA anymore, so I don't. I know else. neither. I've fallen out of touch with FIFA. That's how I like get this information. Um, but yeah, I guess all the MLS players are like wickedly depressed right now. Like, all of them. Nobody's happy right now, because they can't play. That's every sports player right now. Well, no, I don't... I mean, I haven't seen... Like, I've seen that players are upset, and like... But they're making the most of it. Like, who was it? Chad Kelly's breaking windows at his home. Yes. And, uh... I mean... No, Joe Kelly, not Chad Kelly. No. Who's... Is Chad Kelly a human? I believe Chad Kelly is... Who is Chad Kelly? Is he a relief pitcher? Or am I thinking... <laughs> Chad Kelly's the bumfuck um, quarterback that went to Mississippi, or Ole Miss, and I've got, like, all the DUIs and shit. Oh, you know, I was combining Chad Green and Joe Kelly into yeah. one pitcher, Chad Kelly. <laughs> Chad Kelly is an is a athlete, though. Nice. I'm gonna... Joe Kelly's, Joe Kelly's fucking grandson. Sick. Um... But, uh, yeah, he, he's breaking windows. Um, I saw a video today of Steph Curry because he still doesn't know how to type. And it's hilarious. But, like, some players are, like, occupying their time. Like, Shaq is throwing. I mean, Shaq doesn't play anymore, but he's DJing at his house now. Yeah. DJ Shaq I mean, a Diesel. Bunch of, a bunch of players are on, like, Twitch and stuff, which keeps them in touch with fans and stuff. Like, the MLB's doing a great job, but they have, like, the players tournament and stuff. Yeah. It's really Keeping cool. The fans somewhat involved. Uh, the NBA did it too. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, I don't know why MLS can't just do that. I mean, they granted they don't have a giant fan. Excuse me, a giant fan base. Yeah, I I just think it's like every other sport. But like, like just, the, that's such a soccer player move to me to be like to just be a. Oh bitch. my god, we're so depressed because we can't play. It's like, dude, look around. We're in a global fucking pandemic. No one's playing right now except like some Chinese fucking baseball league. Yeah, like, like just sit the fuck down, wait it out like everyone else, and fucking 
don't piss him out. You'll be back to play for your three fans in a month. Yeah. Congratulations. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to be fucking financially stressed either. So just calm the fuck down and go dribble your soccer ball in your driveway. Yeah. That, uh, it just irked me seeing that. Like, I get that you can be upset, but, like, every other sports player is upset. But they're It's com- not like they're just choosing to shut down the MLS. Like, everything's fucking shut down. Yeah. You're how not the only the, one. How do you think the average American feels that's fucking out of work, can't go anywhere to do anything, and might not be able to pay, like, their rent next month or something? Like, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Go, do- go donate some money. Exactly. Go fucking do something. Play on Twitch. Who the hell cares? Donate money. Don't yeah. just fucking sit and piss and moan. Because every yeah. other player is like, man, this sucks. I'm just going to go pop on Twitch. Yeah. Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil just play the show together. And Pete, like, makes tweets, and he's like, I just realized how to... What was it? It was like, I just realized how to power swing... Oh, no, it was that he kept check swinging, and he didn't know why. So <laughs> he went, so like, he took to Twitter to ask everyone how to, how to swing. <laughs> Dude, you gotta hold X. Oh, thanks, I was just tapping it. <laughs> what a king. But, I don't know. Do you, do you have anything else for sports? That's all I got. All right. I mean, our first actual sports thing to talk about will be next week with the draft. Hopefully I'm excited. Some crazy shit happens. Hopefully, some fan bases die. I live for those reactions. Yeah. But like the ones at home where people can just be violent. Yes, I want a Philly fan to get pissed off at their pick for no reason and punch a hole in their TV. <laughs> we draft Nelson Aguilar's brother. Fuck. <laughs> well, right now they're they're projected to draft rugs. Ooh. The Alabama wide receiver. The other one? Yeah, not Judy. No, yeah, not Judy. I wonder how he scored. Did he get a 10? I have no idea. Whatever, Nick Saban doesn't care. Um, what? I just want to, I just want to, like, you know that the Eagles fans just want a wide receiver. They don't give a fuck who it is. Yeah. I just want them to draft, like, a, a cornerback or something. A cornerback or a running back? A cornerback. No, I know. Just, I, I want them oh, to draft either a corner or a running back. Just something obscure. Like an O-lineman, a left guard, something, oh, a safety. Oof. Just oh. anything other than a wide receiver or have like Judy, um, Ruggs, and who's the other fucking... C.D. Lamb get drafted before fucking the Eagles get their pick and then they're just shit out of luck. That would be... Uh... That'd be ideal. That'd be poetry. I'd love it. I like when anything bad happens to the Philadelphia football team. Somehow Tua falls all the way to pick uh, 21, and then the Eagles are just like, yeah, we'll take him. Maybe he's like Mike Beck. (laughs) (laughs) But nice. (laughs) But a nice guy. (laughs) Um, All right, let's... Uh, now we're we're into the sec the segment I'm most excited for today. Yes. Um, there have been uh, for those of you looking for something to do, TV okay, has gotten. Okay, let's get a disclaimer oh, going. Yep. So we're gonna talk about you want to talk about listen to your heart first. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna talk about listen to your heart right now, and then after we're gonna watch, not watch, talk about um, the new Netflix show Too Hot to Handle. Yes. And it's going to be the first two episodes of Too Hot to Handle. 
Yes. Yeah, so we're... The, the one episode that's come out of Listen to Your Heart. So if you don't want spoilers, stop listening and then come back. Most people probably binged um, Too Hot to Handle, but we're doing it really two episodes want, a week. I really wanted to run through it. I was so close to it, but I'm like, I can't do it. We need content. I'm going to do two episodes a week. Um, and I just have to make sure I space them out so I don't watch them at the beginning of the week. And then I'm like, fuck Yeah, I'm going to just watch the two episodes like the night before yeah i'll probably recorded. watch them on like a friday or something yeah. thursday or friday um so, so listen to your heart with chris harrison i love chris harrison he just he just loves i love how half the people just didn't know his name or you're just like hey it's the bachelor dude it's like no shit you're on the bachelor this is literally the bachelor presents yes listen to your heart um, okay, so let's just run through the episode like as chronologically as it happened. Yes. So we can remember. So, first person we meet, Jamie. Yes, the chick. The girl. Now, now as we go through chronologically, um, since we're introducing all the people, um, are we going to give initial reactions of the people? Yeah. yeah. Alright, because my reactions develop as the episode went on. Obviously. But, Obviously, I got a knee-jerk reaction. So, um, Jamie, she, what, she's, I think she's 21, or 19. Yes, she is. She's, she's 21. 21. Okay. Um. I think you have to be 21, because all you do is, like, drink on it. Yes, you are right. Um, that's a good point. Uh, I, I, I don't, I didn't have anything about Jamie to think. I'm like, wow, this is a Bachelor contestant. Great. My thoughts were, why is this 21-year-old on a dating show where it's it's almost like these are like so either self-centered musicians or musicians that have solely focused on their career up to this point, where now they're trying to find someone that's like compatible by going on this dumb show. Okay, so... Or like, or like I was expecting an older group, like 25 and up. Yes. And then she pops in. I'm just like, you're 21 years old. Like, there's no way you've even, like, tested the waters enough in the dating field. All right, so I got a small rant because you just said something that opened up a can of worms here. Um, The thing that irked me the most, and this was through the whole episode, is when these people consider themselves a fucking musician. It's like, okay, are you really a musician? Because you're really selling yourself a little high. I'm a f- I played viola for what 10 fucking years. Guess what, Mike? That makes me a fucking musician. My ass could be on that show right now because by all stretches of the fucking word, I'm a musician. They should have changed it to singer. Yes. Well, and then you have these so you're there's like the people that like play guitar and sing and like I mean, well that's see that's just an extension of singer for me. Yes. But the people that are the pretentious fuckwits are the people that describe themselves as a fucking songwriter. Get your pretentious ass out of here. I could write a fucking song. Just tell me one song that's like actually mainstream and popular that you've written. Yes, tell tell me about all the long nights you've spent at the Starbucks, uh, at a Starbucks, writing all these words on paper while everyone watches you sip on your caramel macchiato. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you you don't have the right to call yourself a songwriter. No. You don't. 
songwriters. Well, if you're a singer, I'm assuming you've at least tried writing your own song. Right, and it's probably terrible. Like, yeah. let's be real. You can be a songwriter, but frankly, none of what these people say they're any good at. There was one woman on the show who started singing. She was bad. <laughs> like, who let you on here? But, all right, that's over. Let's keep meeting people. Okay, so then, right after Jamie comes in, you got Ryan. Love Ryan. Ryan's wholesome. I, I love Ryan. that word, but he's wholesome. He really is. He's just a nice guy, looking for love. Finds Jamie, he's like, bam, you're the one. Starts talking her up, whatever. Which was his first mistake. Yeah, like... Keep your options open, buddy. My man's was the second one in there, and he settled already. You can't do yeah, that. Can't do that. Then who did we meet third? Oh my God, was it um? Was it Matt? Matt came in early. It might have been Matt. It was either Matt or Trevor. Trevor was the other one that talked to Jamie, right? Yes, yes, yes. We could just do them as a pair. Um, I love Matt, and I hate Trevor. Yeah, Trevor just seems like a fuck boy. So at the end of the episode, we got like a sneak peek of next week, where we get more pe- more girls coming in. Oh yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, I know Trevor. I'm like best friends with his ex, and he cheats and stuff, and he's a scumbag." Yeah, that's like. That doesn't surprise me. No. I mean, he... Matt, love him. He said, se- "Oh, I love Matt, but uh, Trevor settled worse than Ryan did." Yeah, he's like, I'm going to settle for this girl that's already talking to this guy. He literally didn't talk to anyone else. No. And then Jamie is... Uh, we'll talk about that later. I, I can't get into that already. But no. Matt... But Matt is great. Yes. I love like, Matt. Matt is Matt, the most reasonable man on that show. Dude. What's he's, that? He's the most reasonable guy on the show. Yeah. He was like... So, now we'll introduce Rudy... The girl he hit it off with. Yep. Little makeout session in the hot tub. Um, no, they yep. didn't. No, no, they chilled in the hot tub. Yes, he he asked her. He asked her a kiss, and she was like, "No, I want to take a slow." Which I thought was pretty respectable. Th- this respectable. is a good guy. That's a good guy move. You sit and in the hot point, tub, and you're like, "Do you want a kiss?" Point, but no. Ru- Rudy seems sane. Yes, Rudy was sane. She was reasonable. Matt was reasonable. A lot of respect between the two. I was like, "Wow, this is a pretty chill couple." Like. Hopefully they keep going with this. Then, all right, so do we just want to do, do I want to do the Matt and Rudy timeline for now? Yeah. Okay. I don't, so then, I don't remember many other people, not going to lie. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast right now, and then, you know, the one guy that yes, just the, didn't show at all? The Jack. one guy. <laughs> He's, his name's Jack from Dallas, Texas, and he's 38. Wait. Maybe I don't know which one you're talking about. He was one of the final three guys in the rose ceremony. The bald guy? No, no, no. He had hair. Was he the alternative dude? No. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. But they showed him like one one. of the three guys at the end. And I was like, I literally haven't seen this man for the entire episode. Bye-bye. But, uh, yeah. We can do do Matt and Rudy, and then we can do the Ryan, Jamie, Trevor... Yeah, so, so they're talking in the hot tub, whatever. Then Matt gets the date card. Wild. And then he's like, you know what? 
not settling too early. Going to keep my options open. Goes and talks to Mel, who I have like neutral feelings for. Whatever. I I feel nothing about her. She is average. And he's like, "Hey, Mel, you're pretty chill. Would you be interested in going on a date with me?" And she's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, I'll be back. Just wait." Then he goes and talks to Rudy. And then he says pretty much the same thing. Might have mixed up his words a little bit, where Rudy thought that he was, like, literally asking her yes or no, do you want to go on this date, like, the date card with me? And then they go back in front of everyone, and then Matt picks Mel, and Rudy flips her fucking lid. She was not happy. No, I, I don't think that Matt was ever in the wrong. I don't either. Maybe there's a little mix-up of, like, the words he said. Which is fine. But, yeah, it's... For her to flip out like that... That was she bad. She was fucking pissed. That was bad. But She's like, talking shit to all the other girls about how Matt's a scumbag, and it's like, dude, all he did was, like, ask you if you were interested. Like, he doesn't know who else you've been talking to. Maybe you got your eyes on someone else now. Yeah. And she did the same thing that Ryan did. And just settled immediately. She's like, this is a guy, I'm picking Matt, all the way. But but I will say, in looking at the thing as a whole, should Matt have picked her for the date after how much they clicked? It Probably. would It would have made sense, now, but... I think his, his point of view was, I already clicked with this girl. So she's, like, one of my, like, strong options already. But... Yep. There's this other girl that I'm also interested in, so why not just take her on the date? Where like they don't say no. No, exactly. To the date cards, so it's like, hey, maybe we can act, we maybe we can click too, which they really didn't. At least Mel didn't click with him. And then now he's fucked because Rudy's fucking talking shit about him. Yeah. Who gave Matt the rose? Or did Matt go home? No, some no. He's still there, but some girl. Oh, it, was, we, it was it was the one. It was the one. Some um, girl we never saw. Cheyenne. We never saw her with him. No. And she's like, "Fuck this! Here's my rose." And I'm like, "What?" And then they and then like they were talking at the end after everyone, and they're like, "Yeah, like Matt's like, yeah, Cheyenne's pretty cool. She's probably one of the chillest people here." It's like I never saw you talk to her. Exactly. And I was like, "What?" Like, yay that you're still here, Matt, but come on, dude. And that show was an hour and a half long for the first episode, and I didn't even see half these people. It's like, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, I don't need to see dumbass Michael Todd singing right when he walks in. Oh, that was tough. Uh, I also loved the when they were like, um, oh, and the guitar has come out, and it's just some douchebag with a guitar sitting near a fountain. And you know he's, I think it was like the next morning, and you know he's out there just like, I know this will get him dripping, so I'm just going to sit here till they hear me. And then, like, my knee-jerk reaction, if I was, like, another guy at the mansion, I'd be like, who's the fucking dick in the quad tuning his guitar? Yeah, it's like, we all know we can sing. They probably just sent in a fucking audition tape to get on this show. They absolutely did. It's like, let's all chill the fuck out. We all know we're singers. It's not anything special here. Leave your guitar at home, dude. Now, the one pass that I'll give for singing is when Sheridan pulled Julia aside. Oh, 
Whoa. and then sang her the song. See, that was that was respect. See, my that mom was, didn't like that. That was massive game. He had to do something. My my mom didn't think that was the best move. She thought it was a little cringe fest, and I'm like, this guy gets it. That's I how- respected that one. It wasn't it wasn't a sing in front of everyone to you. It was this is gonna be a private moment between us, just you and me. I just saw you making out with Mr. Clean. But I'm gonna flex real quick and But I'm gonna sing you this song from my heart and then you're gonna give me that fucking rose, which he did. Well, I like that he like let he led into it with like, I've been trying to make this song and I wanna sing it for you and I want you to help me finish it and I was like yeah. this guy's too smooth. He's living Shared out of his got... Subaru. Yeah, Sherrod has got game. That man pulls. You know that Subaru's seen some action. Okay, so let's just run through the other, like, people that I don't even really remember. So, was it Bree that picked Chris? Who's Chris? The black dude, the, the songwriter. Oh, so that guy's actually pretty talented. Yeah. All he was doing was playing various instruments and singing the whole time to anyone who would listen. Yep. I'm and like, Bree's like, okay. wow, I love you. And Bree's like, I'm catching a vibe. And he's like, bet, let's sing, because this is all I know. Um, I think I, But I think she ended up giving him the rose. Yeah, I think they're together. And then isn't it um, Savannah and Brandon? Which one's Brandon? He kind of looks like Michael Todd without the beard. Okay. I think I know. He's just like the stereotypical Nashville guy. Oh, um, is he the soldier or no? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, then yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, I think it's those two. Julia and Sheridan. Matt and Cheyenne. Rudy, Rudy and Ryan. Yeah. Because Rudy's a fucking hero, and she's like, I can't let this guy go. Yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna keep him around for the rest of you. Like, that's literally it. That she she fell on her sword to save the viewers. Because Jamie is a skank. And she's like, I really like Ryan. And then Trevor comes in and he's like, hey, baby. And she's like, I'm going to kiss you now. And then Ryan uses big brain to use his date on Jamie, who re- they really connected. And they got to do this really cool thing. And Ryan was being a real nice guy and making sure she wasn't nervous. And they were really good together. And she's like, this isn't my key. So he changed the fucking key of the song. And then after it, Jamie's like, I had the best time. I like Ryan, but I got to go kiss Trevor. Bye. And yeah, like, then Trevor's like, dude, Jamie, meet me in the hot tub. We're going to go make out for a little bit. It's and like she gets to her interview part. She's like, I'm, she does like the stereotypical like girl in her young 20s that's banging like five dudes. And she's just like, I am so confused. It's like, no shit, you're confused. You're like, you're tongue punching anyone that will fucking open their mouth near you. She must have gotten through high school and like life just walking bow legged so her legs were always open. And if you wanted entry, you just ask nicely. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, okay. And then she would cry after. She's like, 
I just don't get it. Why did they do that? And it's like, maybe yeah, because I, your legs were parted like the fucking Red Sea. Yeah, I just got immediate fucking scumbag vibes from Trevor. Trevor's kind of a dick. Yeah. He he did the, like, fucking gross, like, song for her. Did he? Yeah, he played a song for her. Because he saw that she was going to pick Ryan. He's like, I got to oh, do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah, sang yeah. that shitty song... That wasn't even good. He's like, I've been, I've been trying to do this for a while. It's not easy for me though, so I hope you like it. And I'm like, ew. And he sings like, it wasn't even his song. It was like he asked her, he's like, do you know this song? And she's like, yeah. And then fucking <laughs> sings it for thirty seconds. And she's like, you want to make out now or what? Boo. Fucking terrible. I hope he's gone. Sheridan did it right. He's like. I don't expect a kiss, but if it comes, I'll take it. But and it did. It did. Um, what's that chick's name? Savannah. No, that's Julia. That's Julia. Savannah's the younger, like, she's like the hot bitch of the house. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm ready for this show. I laughed my ass off at um, when Michael Todd was trying to smooch savannah right in the beginning oh yes that when you were saying michael todd i'm like michael todd michael todd yeah that guy's awesome (laughs) he's already gone though so i loved how he walked into the house and you could just tell that he has a small penis yes and he you could tell that he had way too much champagne on the way over oh he was blasted He he just walks in and he's like (laughs) <laughs> he's just standing with everyone. Everyone's just like chit chatting. He's like, "Hey, yo, you, you got a nice lip." Sing. <laughs> Starts singing, and then he fucking after that, and everyone's like, "Okay, this guy's fucking weird." And then he somehow gets Savannah. Like he traps her like alone on like little couch thing outside, and he's just, like talking to her. He's like, "Savannah, you got nice lips," and she's like, "Thanks," and he's like. So can I kiss you or what? And she's like, mm, no. That was awesome. Fucking, like, turns away and chugs her drink and walks away. And he's just like, he's like, what the fuck, man? Why didn't you want to kiss me? Well, and then when Rudy was going Team Chaos, she was threatening. She was like she talking was it up with Michael, Michael Todd. Todd like, oh yeah. my god, no. <laughs> well, he has an absolute, one of the worst rebounds in episode one. <laughs> It's one of the worst rebounds in history. <laughs> I went from this guy, good looking, nice guy. I got to go to the dude that was straight flexing when he showed yeah. up. <laughs> oh my god, that was so bad. The only criticism I have for the show was that even though it was an hour and a half long, it felt like it was just bouncing around way too much and spent time, like way too much time on some of the people. Where, like, mm-hmm. towards the end, you were just like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to get like crazy this roses, week. All the girls are throwing roses around, and it's like, I don't, I don't know if you like him. Like, obviously, you just gave him the rose, but, like, who'd you even pick? I don't know that guy. <laughs> it, I mean, they spent, like, five minutes on, on Gabe, the, like, Christian singer who's in the choir or whatever. It's like, do I really need to know that this guy is, like, super religious? 
Yeah, and he played like, cello. There's no way he's that religious if he's not going to try to sling dick on this fucking bachelor dating show. Yeah, I, it's ridiculous. Uh, that's all I got for listening to your heart. I'm ready for some fucking craziness next week when they bring in the other people. Oh, yeah. Um, I hope they keep flipping the script where it's like every week the rose ceremony goes to you. Like next week will be the guys giving the roses out. Yeah, that'd be nice. And then just alternate weeks. If it's just the girls every time, it's going to get fucking petty and bullshit. It's going to get old. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they keep it fresh. Because it looked like they were bringing in like two or three girls. Because right now it's even, obviously, because all the girls pick the guys and the guys are had more numbers. Mm -hmm. So some of the guys went home. So then I think they're bringing in more girls than guys this week. Good. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll um, be more fun, for at least from our perspective, and seeing what the guys pick. So I'll be, ex- I'll be excited to see what Matt picks. If he doesn't pick Rudy, Rudy's going to shoot him. Yeah. That's a guarantee. I can see him rolling with Cheyenne, though. Yeah, because apparently they really vibe with each other. Uh, no, they're just actually chill people. <laughs> Who understand. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, this is like... This is just speed dating, but we all live in the same house. So, so um, are you are you ready to get into too I'm hot ready to handle? To talk about too hot to handle. Um, there's one person that I have your quote pulled up in the text messages, and it is my favorite thing that was sent <laughs> last night. Um, so we'll we'll get to that. Um, but um, my favorite, my least favorite person. Well, now, because, like, my issue is, like, I need to watch, like, two ep- two weeks of the show, and I have two weeks of the show under my belt, and I still forget some of the people's names. But, like, that second dude that was introduced, oh, his name's Matt, right? Yeah. No, Matt is Jesus. Yeah. Okay, it's the uh, the, sec- the second dude. Uh, Sharon. There we go. Um, Sharon was the first guy. Right, but he was the second person introduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I hate Sharon is my least favorite person on Listen to Your or Oh my God, Too Hot to Handle. Um, and he, just because he's a a cocky dick, um, I don't like his energy. Yeah. You know what? He's my least favorite male. He's not my least favorite person. But uh, I mean, compare him to the other guys. We'll run through. I'll run through the guys. You got Matt, aka Jesus, who is <laughs> who classifies himself as a, as deep, a deep thinker, soccer. and he wants to spread his seed <laughs> and see <laughs> what genetics does to the offspring. <laughs> that was fucking, he's like, man, my seed is too good to just waste it on one lady. I'm gonna spread my seed as far as the wind will take it. <laughs> He is amazing, and then he just He's has fucking ridiculous. He has random deep conversations with people throughout, and they just look at him like, "Dude, you're too, you're too fucking woke." Him and Kells just fucking talk to each other about. <laughs> I love when Kells was just sitting alone with him. He's like, "I can tell you a deep think of might," and <laughs> Matt's like, "Yeah." I think a lot. <laughs> it's like, bro, we all think constantly. You're not thinking a lot or more than someone else. Kells is... Whoa. 
He's scary. He's an alpha male. I'm an alpha male. I love the I Lion the King. Come to me. <laughs> um, three three thousand dollars is a weekend in in Delhi. Was it Delhi or Dubai? Dubai. Dubai. Um, and then and then he's talking about cash though, and he's like, you know, you can spend a lot of money at three G's in uh, Amsterdam if you know what I mean. Fucking hitting at the red light district where <laughs> prostitution is legal. I've never been there. I'm not. I'm not speaking from experience or nothing, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. I'm sure, buddy. Um, David, just everything I do is for David now. Yeah. So for the listeners, (laughs) (laughs) you don't. You don't need to. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. You'll keep it private. That's 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 a challenge between us. Okay. Um, David is my hero. Um, okay, wait, 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 though. So, let's go back a little bit. Okay, let's go back. And talk about the actual premise of the show. Oh my god, we skipped the premise. Oh my god. So, you got four hot ladies. There's a five. Uh, I think it's five and five. Five, five and five right now. Five hot ladies and five horny, horny men. Very, very horny. That their whole life they've just been part of like this hookup culture that we have now, and as Kells is quoted, "Are you thinking of dating her long term?" And then he's like, "Long term for me is four weeks." It's like, bro, what? Wow. <laughs> like they're basically the people that just go out every Friday, Saturday night, and just take someone out, someone they don't know home, and just bang them, and then kick them to the curb the next morning. Yep. And then once, so they had like 12 hours to meet each other in the beginning, get to know each other. Sexual tension is just flying around their little island cabana. And they're just like, dude, I want to bang these people so bad. This is going to be like a giant swingers club. That's what they were all saying, which is the weird thing to me. That's, they how were, they're, they're, that's how they're like wired to do they're I know like, but like usually there's like one person in these shows that's like I don't need to like I like this person no they were all like I'm trying to fuck now yeah. and I'm like whoa they weren't, even like, they weren't even like having they were even asking like where are you from they're just like wow your accent's really hot I want you in my clam <laughs> fist more clam <laughs> and that so then Lana, this fucking, they're like robot fucking supervisor. They're incense diffuser. Yeah. The Febreze robot fucking talks to him. They're like, whoa, what? And then they all fucking, they get together. And then Lana lays down the line that it's a competition. And they all have $100,000 in the bank, like combined as like a final prize. And then for each like sexual encounter that they have with each other, whether it's like those rules, no heavy petting, which I guess that's like a hand job. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I I don't know. Touching a girl's tatas. Maybe that might be it. No kissing and no sex. And those all have penalties and no money. No self, no self, um, and no satisfaction or no masturbation of any kind. No finger blasting your own cooch. No, no rubbing it till till you burn. 
No, no meat in the meat. The meat will remain untenderized. That meat will not cook evenly. And they all just immediately are like, oh my god, I literally can't go a month without banging someone. And then, so now they just have $100,000, and every time they do something like that, they get money deducted from their final prize. And a kiss was worth three grand. Yeah. Yeah. Which was wild. But, uh... Some people I think will be better than others, like Matt and Kells, who are the sex police. Yes. Um, Good for them. Uh, David. Love David. Um, David's a good guy, I think. David is... He's the most reasonable. Yes, because... He's like, he's not money hungry about it, but he's like following the rules, and he's just like slightly hints at admitting that it's tough especially since he's he just he's like they're i mean they're all like that but he's one of the people that just goes out to bars and bangs random people and i think he said when he was introduced he's like yeah basically i just walk into the bar and take my shirt off and then i can't keep the women off me yeah but like when chloe when he went on the date with chloe and she was like let's do this and then she puts the fucking strawberry in your mouth he's like I think we're going to lose money if we do that. Uh-huh. But, like, it was weird seeing the dynamic in the date because they weren't even asking... They didn't even show them asking, like, normal questions. They're like, no. oh, j-. Chloe's like, I just want to fuck. And then David's like, yeah. And then that's, like, the extent of their of their depth in conversation. So everyone, bet- everyone besides Matt and Kel so far has just been having conversations of, I want to fuck you so bad, but I can't because I want the money. That's literally the entire show so far. Matt, well, Kells is all about the money, and Matt's too busy thinking about everything to make He's a move. He's a disciple of Lana. Yeah. Hashtag disciple of Lana. Um, I, oh, who's the fucking other guy? The Australian. Harry. Harry. Harry is bad news. <laughs> Harry and... Uh, what's the chick's name? Francesca. 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 Do you want me to read the quote? Sure. Um, Mike and I were uh, texting last night while he was watching it because I had already watched it. Um, And let's see. We were discussing the alpha male. um, Well, we were discussing Matt as well. Uh, I could just read a few quotes from this because you were on fire last night. Um, (laughs) I think about everything a lot and wants to spread his seed. I love this man. Uh, to which I said he's so fucking woke, and Mike hits back with, he has a small IQ, but big seed. <laughs> that, one, that one was pretty good. But then we're, because he was at the introduction of everyone, so um, I say, this show's fucking gold, and I just finished episode two, and I said it was wild. To which Mike responds with, and I quote, Fran- <laughs> Francesca can poop in my mouth. <laughs> She is so fucking hot. <laughs> to which I said that she could. She has brains and boobs spelled B-E-W-B-S. <laughs> she could ruin my life. That was hilarious. That message made me cry when I was in bed. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, she's a, she ha- she's the most put together of the females, I think. Yeah, but she's still fucking sex crazy. Yes, but she, I think she's, uh, for lack They're of a, gross. for lack of a better term, 
she's professional about it. Like she she's like David in the sense that like she knows what's up. But I think she has well then again she has the least control because she made out with Harry. Um Yeah, okay, so let's talk about that for a little bit. Alright. We we still so, have to run through the women of the show. Yeah, yeah. So Harry and um Francesca hit it off. Because they did the fucking blind thing, the blind game where you just make out with someone and they guess who it is. And I guess Harry has a magical tongue. No, the only reason, um, she, I think the only reason she knew was because when Harry was blindfolded, Chloe went up and kissed him, but he guessed Francesca. Yeah. So yeah. then it was her turn and he was like, man, fuck this. And then he went up I'm and fucking... Yeah, he went in for the kill and made out with her. And she's like, and it she's had like, to be you. She's like, she's like, ooh, that was pretty good. And she's like, did you do that, Harry? And he's like, yeah, I did. Yeah, and pretty then, much. And then they were basically just assumed that since they made out already that they're going to be a couple for, you know, a couple days. That's usually how it works. And then after the... And then, like, right before Lana breaks the, the sex ban rule, they're, like, making out in the room. And then... They were about to get it on. Yeah. I thought they were going to bang right there. I was uh, ready for it. So, Francesca is then, like, oh, my God, I want to bang you so bad, but we can't because we'll lose money for everyone. And then Harry's just like, no, I want to kiss you so bad. I want to just... I have to. And she's like, okay, let's... You know what? Let's just do it, and then we'll figure out how much it costs. So they make out, they get penalized three grand, and then when everyone's like interrogating everyone, just like who fucking did it? And then Francesca just pipes up, which she didn't have to. She's like, "Are you gonna tell him or am I?" And then Harry's like, "Um, um," he's like pissing himself because he's a little fucking bitch. He's a huge bitch, and he's like. Yeah, we made out, but she made out with me first. Like, she made the first move, which well, no, was complete, so completely so untrue. He disclosed that to all the men because which was a lie. So yes, he he lied to all the guys when he told them. He's like, I'll go something to tell you, <laughs> and then he kept dancing around it. And then Kells is like, Are you gonna fucking tell us or what? And then he's like, I kissed her, but she made the first move. And everyone's like, Okay. And then Kells, who is scary, knows that he can say things. So he's like, all right, who made the first move? Because he said that you did. And then Francesca's like, ah! And then Reese. And then that's pretty much, yeah. Like, she was, she's right to be upset. Yes. That he lied. But at the same time, like, money-wise, she can't be upset because she was obviously into it. Right. And she wanted to anyways. She was like, into Harry's it. A huge, Harry's a huge fucking bitch for making the move on fucking, like, day two. Like, you couldn't go a, whole, a day, like, just talking to her or just being by your fucking self. I would just chill with Matt and Kels the whole time. I would just try to be woke like them. Exactly, because you know no one's going to come near you. So you can literally make a pact with that person that, like, you're hitting off with. And just be like, let's do it for the money, and then we go somewhere fucking nice with the money that we get, and we can just bang constantly. Yeah, and then never speak to each other again. Yeah, because they don't do that anyway. Because we can't fucking stand each other. Yeah. I think, 
Harry has dug his grave for the show. Sadly. Yeah, everyone hates him. Yep. Um, if there was, if there is a point where people get voted off, I wouldn't doubt that Harry's gone first. Well, nobody believes Francesca. None of the guys, gonna, none of the guys are going to vote Francesca off because she's the hottest girl there. Exactly. Now that you know Harry fucked up, you're like, well, she's not talking to anyone. So the other girls, Chloe. So yeah, Chloe, who called herself a pancake bum. Yep, and said she was ditzy. Oh my god, ditzy! And I'm like, okay, great. And I think she's also, she also said, yeah, I'm actually ditzy. I'm not like those Americans where they just act like they're ditzy. It's like, okay. It's like, no, they're actually fucking morons here. Don't worry. Let's just look at the, the srat chick. What's her name? Oh, I don't even fucking care. Uh, hold on, I'll just check our text. Because I think we were talking shit about her anyway. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't. Is it Chelsea? That sounds about right. Uh, the blonde bitch from FSU. She's, she's a dumb she's, bitch. Uh, Ooh. If if your IQ, well, she, first of all, she didn't know Australia existed. Yeah. But if you are that fucking dull as a human, that sorority hazed the absolute piss out of you because they knew they could yeah and she's just like plays it off like yeah you know they they could have told her to run naked through the men's football locker room and blow them all as she ran by and she'd be like is that what everyone did and they'd be like uh yeah sure she'd be like okay and then she does it just because she's not bright (laughs) and then she said uh all these accents I'm just blowing to you. Why am I doing an accent? She's a dumb bitch from FSU. Yeah, she's... Sorry, let me me change my voice. She's like, all these accents just are blurry together and they all sound the same now. It's like, besides Kells and uh, David, who are British, no one sounds... Like, Harry doesn't sound at all like them. He's fucking shrimp on the bobby. And he calls everyone a, what does he call him? A, a dirty a, possum. A call, pretty possum. <laughs> dirty and, possum. Uh, oh, dirty possum. And uh, a little butter chicken. That was hilarious. I'll admit. The butter chicken line was gold. Yeah. So we got, now we've got Francesca, who's just the hot bitch who hates Harry now. Chloe, who can't figure out how actual dates work. And just want to get in, want to get in uh, David's pants. Yep. You got Rhonda. Rhonda. Rhonda, who's cheetah. Rhonda, whose tits were screwed on with a with a manual they're so drill. They're far apart. Somebody just bolted those on and I like, yeah, sure. Let's not forget that David rubbed lotion into her booty. That was hilarious. Another reason and he David's didn't even a saint. Her after. He's a gentleman. He's like, that'll wait. He clapped those cheeks and then walked away. <laughs> He's like, now, I may have just got to rub lotion into your booty for half an hour, but I'm not even going to kiss you because I like you that much, or I want to get in your pants that much. No, he wanted to kiss her chocolate starfish, but she wasn't offering, yeah. so he left. No scrum eating. <laughs> no scrum eating for David. And then Sharon just comes down right after David and just like, sit on my big dick. Hey, yo, Ma, look at my meat hammer. She's like, mm. <laughs> Sharon, 
the thing I'm most proud of is my penis. That was the when you, he, you know he's got like an 18 inch long just when, hanging in there. Okay, I was like when I heard that I'm like how big could it really be? And then I foolish me thought he'd stop describing it, but then he's like I have pictures of my penis next to an air freshener can. I'm like holy fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that dude's got a hammer. <laughs> and then he has fucking. Uh, baby cheetah whatever she calls herself just sit on his lap on the beach and just immediately starts fucking shoving his tongue down her throat yeah he's a piece of work yeah you and then the... they're trying to they're trying to act like they're like the responsible couple right now What's like, not? I, you are like you are like the being in the private suite away from just absolutely ravishing each other yes um, and then, and then we've got the the Irish Ireland girl. Chick. That's the last chick. Who? The Irish one? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's uh... just like, yeah. It sucks that I'm horny, and I can't bum anyone. She's literally but... there, and she's like, man, this sucks that I can't fuck anyone, but that's okay. But she's like, but I'm Irish, and I'm a drinker by nature, so I'm just gonna get fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. These people and are all. We've been introduced to so far, like. They're all blitz the whole time. Matt and the Irish chick are like zero fucking problems. They can do it. They get it. They're just like, I can wait this long. David and Chloe can wait. I I, think they'll get in trouble though. I think they're on an equal level of they could. They definitely have the willpower to do it, but one of them is gonna. One of them's gonna push the other too far. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna push the envelope as far as it goes. Um, Sharon and what's her name are, um, and Rhonda are both terrible. Um, yeah. So friend- what I was shocked by was like the night after Lana introduced the rule that, um, like Francesca and Harry slept together, Sharon and Rhonda slept together. It's like you don't know what's going on under those covers. Yeah, that's fair. It's like you have. You have someone watching the fucking tapes constantly to make sure there's not too much hip thrusting going on in there. Ew. What a job that would be. <laughs> I mean, you could, all right, minimum, you could at least pull the covers over and then make out non-aggressively. Oh, yeah. Unless they still their mics on them so they don't hear any fucking lip smacking. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I oh, and the other the other reason I hate whatever fucking Florida State chicks chick is she just pissed me off to no end. It's because she literally treats us like a sorority house. Yeah. And like, apparently everyone on the show is her sorority. So she's she's a typical stere- She's a stereotypical sorority girl where everything's a problem. Where as soon as a guy wrongs one of her friends, she's been personally wrong and she's got to come to her defense and then. Everyone was like, what the fuck's her problem? Yeah. Like, what, what's the <laughs> and deal? And then Kels is like piping up. He's like, you're a fucking dumb twat. <laughs> and she's like, are you going to let me talk or what? <laughs> let me talk. He's like, we're not even talking to you. We're talking to Francesca. I don't you shut the fuck up. And she talks for herself. And she's like, are you really treating me like this? It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, because... They don't fucking care about you. It's because your brain is still at Florida State in a toilet where you threw up. And then she finally gets to the 
bisexual nature that she was hitting at in the oh, good introduction. That and was wild. It's Francesca's rebound right out of the shower, and they're just like, you know what? Fuck these people, because they talk to us in a not so nice way. Let's just make out and then cost them more money. It's like you realize you're just losing yourself money on some dumb bitch who you're never going to see again after exactly. this month that you spend on this island. Exactly. But, I mean, what? and their whole logic for doing it was nobody will know. And it's like, what? Yeah. Are you fucking Toxic. kidding? Like, Toxic. Francesca, you are prime suspect number one to be breaking the rules. And we yeah. know you didn't do it with Harry because he's dead to you. So what what was your big brain move there? I have no idea. This uh. the part that's terrible is like day one after they all are like after the rule. None of them like not the none of the the two couples, Sharon and Rhonda and um francesca and harry are like hey let's just like go for a walk on the beach or something it's like no we have to lay in bed or lay on the fucking lounge chairs outside by the pool like on top of each other yeah it's absurd they weren't even trying no i mean granted they weren't introduced to like the no they were introduced to the you need to get to know each other better before you get in each other's pants. Yeah. It's, they, they, they just didn't fucking care. I have zero hope for anyone besides the two members of the sex police. Yeah, I mean, pretty and much. I'm ready for Matt to, like, handcuff fucking Francesca to, like, a pole and Harry on the other side of the fucking island well, and so it's they be- don't bang each other. And it's because nobody's, like, interested in those two, and they fucking know it. Like, well, no. Kells thinks all the girls are, like, drooling over him, but he's the alpha male, so they have to come to him. But he's the alpha male, and they don't have a hospital on that island for when he breaks their hip. Yeah, that's true. And then Matt's... Nobody wants to go near Matt because he's thinking too hard. Like, they're afraid his mind will catch fire. Well, one of the reasons was, I think it was Francesca when they finally met everyone, and then Matt came in, and she's, like, she's, like, going through all the guys, and she's, like... David, nice bodied, I'd like his bod. Harry, I'd like his bod. Kells, I'd like his bod. Sharon, I'd like his bod. Matt, I haven't seen his bod yet, but I'd probably like it. And it's like, what the fuck goes through your mind? I that so those that like whole thing because she for anyone who doesn't watch it, she actually said that she would lick their body. Um Yeah, that's a direct quote. Mike, you I mean you've seen me shirtless. There's a lot of hair there. I couldn't even it, imagine a woman saying, I'd lick his body. I'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> It'd be like licking a carpet. It would be. You'd like... <clears throat> she'd, be, she'd be coughing out some fucking hairballs. Like, there are some things that, like, you hear people say, and you're like, that can't be real. And then you imagine someone saying it to you, and I'm like, what the... F- why would you say that? So, like, like, the epitome of, of every person on that show, like, pre-sex police, before the rule was, like, all the primal thoughts that we have when we're, like, at the bar at, like, 2 a.m. When you've been at the bar for four hours, you're fucking you're, seven Jaeger like, bombs deep. You can't like, stand. You're like, I've been in a drought for seven months. I'm taking someone home. And you're just, everything is, it's everything's just 
shut off besides like the one wire in your brain that's just like put this in whole it's an overdrive like but so take that and then make that your entire brain and then instead of just keeping that in your one brain for yourself you just spew it out into the world for everyone to hear i couldn't even imagine like the, i mean these not, people are doing not it embarrassed that you talk like that because you're fucking it's how you live you own it yeah they have no shame because they're like i know i'm hot i get good dick or i get good poon and that's all they know so it's like this is all i, I know say, i wish i knew what any of them did for a job because francesca like probably gets paid in like sponsorships for her fucking instagram model Fran- page. yeah she models um, so, like, you know, she gets, like, sponsorships for trying on, like, fucking gross-ass leggings that just show off her ass, or, like, bathing suits or something. But the rest of them, it's like, how do you get money? Like, all you do is go out and shit. How do you get money? Oh, you know Francesca's implants, right? Yeah, those were two... I, I picked up on that, because some... One of the girl And the shit they ask each other. Like, the one girl was like... How long have you had, or how big were they before that? Francesca, they're pretty big. I'm like, what? This isn't casual conversation for normal people. It's insanity. Oh, I, oh my God. And then Sharon taking fucking David, quote unquote, under his wing to get him ready for a date because these people don't go on dates. Yeah. Although I liked the Irish girl who's like, yeah, I take people on dates, but they always say they're in love with me after, so then I just cut them off, and I'm like, okay. I respect that. That's like a normal thing to do. <laughs> if you're saying... She, she's she's the most sane out of the girls. Yes. And she's far from normal. Yes. Correct. She, I don't know. She's like a stereotypical Irish girl where it's just like, she just boozes and fucking... Bangs. She boozes and she's not afraid to speak her mind in the least, no matter it's what it crazy. is. Um, it's so hard to stop watching that show. Yeah, I know. Especially in the beginning, because like episode one, they're all just like, they're like going through all their sex life, and then basically just like, like Chloe's like, yeah, I basically bring the guy home from the bar, and then it's a one night stand, and then I kick him to the curb. It's like what? Like that's the first person. Sharon talks about how he's physically gifted downstairs how he's well endowed and hung like a fucking horse yep um fsu girl comes in and she's like yeah i'm just in a at fsu so you know i just get railed by all the frat guys i like how she i like how she um did i like how she did her sorority chant and like terrible well I, i cringed okay but like now that that's out that sorority, chances are you know what sorority that is, and you're watching this woman start all, actually, she's not a, she doesn't get the courtesy of being called I a woman. she's still at FSU. She, she didn't say she graduated. I mean, like, the sorority girls I know hold themselves to a very high regard, and they're very professional, and like, you wouldn't see that. Okay. And like, you- you'd, you'd get in trouble for doing that. That's also a upstate New York school, and not a plantation money SEC big south school right but where but still literally all they do is drink monday through sunday 
and just try to hook up with as many people as possible. But there's got to be some negative, like, things that come from that. I mean, chances are at that school they don't care, but, like... Oh, like, Nationals probably are just like, fuck. Nationals watch that, they're like, oh my god, no. Yeah. But, I mean, they have to know. It's not, like, the only fucking sorority member they have from schools like that, where it's like, oh, wow, you're a sloot? Shocker. Yeah, but she said it on Netflix. Whatever. Alright, but continue your, um... Okay, so then, Harry and David come in, and Harry's like, yeah, I... It basically Instagram DM, like, Cordy Kardashian, Kendall Jenner, all these people. I call them butted chickens, but I don't get responses. But I can message any Australian girl and immediately get in their pants. It's like, alright, good for you, you're a fuckboy. Yep. Next. David's, David comes in, he's like, yeah, basically my go-to move is not talking to anyone and just walking to any bar and take off my shirt. It's like, first off, what bars do you go to where that's allowed? If I took off my shirt, it'd be shocking, and I'd get thrown yes. out immediately. I, I think it goes for anyone, at least for respectable establishments. I don't think the bouncers, who are usually large men, don't care if some shirtless Chad is in their fucking bar trying to Mac on the ladies by taking off his shirt and showing off his hard bod that's oiled up. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Alright, so you pulled chicks like that. Kells comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm the alpha male. Chicks come to me and I've probably banged as many chicks as i played FIFA. Which what? is like a thousand times. <laughs> it's like, what? Whoa! <laughs> It's like that's a lot of hip replacements for young ladies. He's got to be—he's got to be very financially blessed if he can finance all of those. Unless Matt he makes him sign in. a waiver. Matt comes in from Colorado, dressed in a fucking beanie t-shirt and fucking Buddha pants. Awesome. And they're like, "Wow, you're really not dressed for the occasion." Well, everyone's wearing as little clothing as possible. And he's like, "Yeah, man, it's just my swag." And like. Okay, this is my favorite guy so far. Yep. And then it goes to his little interviews thing. He's like, yeah, I'd like to classify myself as a deep thinker because I think about a lot of things a lot of the time. It's like, okay. The spreading just, your, the spreading his seed thing is just too good. That was fucking ridiculous. That was gold. It's like, I want to bless this planet by spreading my seed as much as physically possible. It's like, I hope you are well endowed financially so that you can pay for all that child support. Well, there's no way he, like, lives on the grid, so, like, nobody can find him to pay child he's, support. He's definitely just a skier or snowboard bro in Colorado that yeah. lets him, like, Aspen off daddy's money and just invites chicks back to his fucking place and blows a load in them once and then never talks to them again so they can't even, like, contact him for child support. Exactly. Um, I... It's going to be tough watching only two episodes a week. I know. But I can't, I can't binge the show. I need to take it in small doses. So I think that if our little agreement goes well. Yep. And we're successful. Yep. The last, when we finally finish it, we release to the listeners our statement of what we did. All right. If we make it. If we don't, whatever. 
All right. I'm in. Maybe. We'll think about it. Perhaps. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, oh, and then uh, the other part where they um, realize that they don't need the condoms if they aren't going to have sex, so they all open them <laughs> and start licking them to taste the flavors. Chloe just goes to town, shoves her finger through the banana condom, just sucks them. She's like, it tastes like a banana. So this is what banana tastes like. <laughs> well, then she starts blowing it up like a balloon. And like, yeah. That was on? just like, that's that just took me back to like freshman year in the dorms. Where you get like the free lifestyle condoms from like Fred's Life, and then you come back out the next morning, and there's just like a million condoms on every doorknob, or just just fucking condom balloon animals in the hallway. <laughs> Absolute gold mine. The entire hallway is just lubed up from condoms. <laughs> Nobody can walk; it's just slippery floors. <laughs> <Fucking> slip and slide. <laughs> oh, that was that was a good episode. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, one last thing for TV and movies. I'm in. So I've already watched this. I recommend it to Matt. The movie Parasite is on Hulu. I might watch it again because it's that good. Wow. We'll break that down next week. Okay. Along with these other two shows. I mean, you're gonna. I'm gonna have to fit it into my busy schedule, but I should have time. Yeah, I'm sure you're real packed this week. I mean, well, let's see. We've got recurring Call of Duty every night. Um, yep. The time has started creeping up, though. But, it has. Well, you'll you'll be back at work, so it'll recede back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got Weekly Cod. Um, ooh, I guess I'm wide open other than that, though. Once school starts winding down, too, it'll be wide open. Uh, school's already winded down. Yeah. One of my projects, they uh, they bumped the deadlines out another like week and a half. Jesus! But we're slated to finish it this week on Wednesday. Nice. So it's like okay, whatever. There's another group that I'm in a that I have for a lab, and my strategy, whatever. If they listen to this, they can find me and bitch me out over it. I don't care. But uh, my pro strat is you do as much of the lab and the easy work as you can so it looks like you did a lot, and then they feel bad, so they do the rest, which is all the actual work. And you're Big brain. And you're, so I'm basically there as like, like, I'll help them with calculations and stuff. I already did it. Like, I already helped them out with it. But I wrote intro, objective, and methodology for it. And now they do all, like, the math writing. And I'm like, okay. Because I did it on the first one without thinking, because nobody did anything. And then they're like, Matt, you need to stop. And I'm like, what? And they're like, stop working on the lab. And I'm like, okay, don't tell me twice. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's all about working. Work smarter, not harder, folks. Once you're in your senior year, you find all the loopholes. But, uh, yeah, that's... um. That's how my week's go- going this week. So I'll have, a, I'll have a lot of time to watch shit, and I'll uh, I think, I I'll think watch the Waco too. Right around two hours, but it's fantastic. What parasites around two hours? Yeah, perfect. Anything really above like good. anything above like two fifteen, I'm hesitant to watch just because I mean I'll still watch it, but it's longer. But like yeah. if it's two hours around two hours, like. 205 below it's, i'm like okay it's a quick watch too 
because right. it has because it has subtitles, so like you have to pay attention. Where it's not where like it's not a movie where you can like listen and like bullshit around on your phone while you're watching it. Yeah, I usually I always focus on movies. Yeah, it's this. I gotta watch it again because the cinematography in it too. I feel like a really simple movie is fucking crazy. I oh. see now why it won all the fucking Oscars and shit. Did you finish? Uh, did you finish season two of One Punch Man? I did. I wasn't sure if you did. It was fucking um, crazy. I, yeah. I binge watched the last part of that season. That season was good. Um, but yeah, that's um. I mean, if you want another one to watch, I'd recommend Overlord to you, just because like it's a fun, it's a fun anime to watch, because it's a good premise. And it's, like, it has little sparks of, like, the generic weeb. Like, the fucking super dummy-thick anime chicks that say, like, stupid shit. Like, there's one of them in that. And, like, her lines are just enough where I'm like, so this is what other animes are like. But, uh... That's too much weeboo. Yeah, but it it's... Yeah. It's good. I'll, I'll try. I, I'll, I should have. I should have time to test the waters this week. It'll take. I think. So the first episode sets all of it up. The second episode, I think it takes like three episodes to really like figure out if you're into it, just because mm-hmm. it's kind of slow to pick up. But once it does, holy shit! The fights in that are also just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Just because it's. I mean, it's an undead skeleton overlord fighting whatever the fuck he finds. And once you find the wise creature of the forest, I think that's what it's called. But uh, that that is, oh my god, it's good shit. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, get three episodes in and tell me what you think. Word. And whatever you do, don't just, I mean, yeah, you're going to have subtitles on, but... I'd watch it once as the end credits and the subtitles for the song. <laughs> Just, I skipped it every time after I actually read the subtitles for the entirety of the song, but it's, it's tough. Okay. <laughs> it's tough. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, oh, but, um, yeah, do you have any, do you have any junk to throw at the end of this cast? Not really. Oh, um, how, well, Phil moved out of your Animal Crossing village, and you sent yes. him off, you had a Viking send-off for him. A Viking funeral. Um, disappeared. Enjoy your life in Valhalla, Phil. Um. He's fine with the other ostriches now. You gotta, you gotta go to, you gotta use Nook Miles tickets, go get some more villagers so you can get KK. I'm kinda just, I like the roulette of letting it play out. See what time that gives me. Yeah, but he stops giving you villagers. Oh, he stops? Oh, no. Well, he... It's weird. Like, he'll sell the plots if they're there for long enough, but I don't know how long that is. I might have been there for a couple days, so... I, I would not been on yet today, so I'm going to get on right now and see what's going on. Yeah, I'd go... Re- well, because you If they're have... not filled, I'll go, to, I'll go to islands and fill them, but... You have six villagers right now? If Phil stayed, I would have had seven, but... Yeah, I, six right now. I mean, if you want to start, like, doing the thing for, um, to get KK, I think you need, like, nine villagers. 
but I'd, I'd get two tonight if those plots aren't sold. Usually yeah. he'll sell if you have, like, one or two. He'll just be like, fuck you, man. You're not doing shit for my island. I'll see what Slumlord Time Nook has been doing. Oh, and I think um, O'Hare and Pango have a thing going on in my village. Uh... Yeah. O'Hare wanted to move out, and now he's booling with Pango, and he's like, I like Pango, and I'm like, okay, weirdo. Whatever you say. But, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have any other junk other than the fact that I'm mad at Call of Duty 2 for taking out our snipers and scatter guns game mode. Yeah, alright, Pedos. Fuck COD. Um. Just give me shipment for that fucking Warzone playlist back. You have to give us one of the two. So I, can't, I can't go without either. Your move, Infinity Ward. That's all I got for this week. Yeah, that's all I got. Well... Mike, I'll talk to you in oh, I don't know a half hour. Uh, once I once I get off from dinner, yeah, um, I'll just cook dinner real quick and I'll be on. Uh, but taller listeners, as always, this is week f- fuck all in quarantine. Um, I've started hearing rumblings of people trying to go out and do things now and visit others. Don't don't fucking do it. This is we have like a month left. This is up to you people to do your part. I got It's the home stretch. I got some flack. Mike, I didn't tell you this. I got some flack for the fact that you came to visit and sat six feet apart from me last week. And I, was, I will fight them from um, six feet away. And I would just like to say that if you do that, I mean, there is the limit of five people per group. But uh, Mike and I were sitting six feet apart. We didn't touch anything that the other one touched. Um, anything that was was, outside, it was outside. Anything that was transferred was done in a bag that was then carried by the other person. Washed my Um, hands before I got there and when I went home. But, uh, yeah, um, we're being, we're being responsible. Um, we haven't seen each other in weeks and it was nice to see my co-host again after, Many weeks alone in my basement, only hearing his dulcet tones over the PS4 headset. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone just stay safe. This is on all of you to get this fucking sorted out so I can go black out at a fucking bar again for once. Uh, Wait, it's, just channel your inner introvert and antisocial habits. Yeah, channel, channel your inner mot where you sit and don't talk to anyone to begin with. Um, but uh, I had one be, of be a be a sloth, be a slug. Don't move. I'd, oh, uh, Mike, just um, I'm gonna put it out there uh, because I'm gonna get my feelers out for uh, once this is over. Um, but there will be a weekend, and I will do my best to organize it. And hopefully, the co-organizers hear this podcast. I'm gonna try and organize a mugshots outing to celebrate the ending of this. Yes. And you need to be there, sir. And I, the I pod, will be there. With the podcast as my witness, there will be mug shots. Fuck yeah. Alright, well, to all our listeners, again, stay safe. Don't be a fucking moron because um, you're dead to me if you are. Yeah. But, Mike, do you have any farewell words? Um, I'll give a little uh, inspirational speech. Do it. So... This this is like the time we're in right now is like it's like the fourth quarter 
of like the national championship game. We're almost there. We have the lead. We were down in the first half, but things are looking up now. We got the lead. We're holding on. We just got to kneel the ball. Don't move and kneel the ball. Run the clock out. We have like a month left. Just binge watch shows. Talk to people over FaceTime. Have fucking Zoom, like happy hours and shit. Don't go anywhere. You're free to go for like a walk or a bike ride or go outside and like, not to say cramped up, but just don't go see people. And if you do, just take every fucking precaution possible. Wash your hands, wear a fucking mask when you go out, don't touch each other, just be fucking safe and sane. Like, I can't deal with more of this bullshit, and if the fucking lockdown thing keeps getting extended, I'm going to lose my mind, because you fucking idiots can't comprehend social distancing. It's nothing, That's all I got. It's nothing short of a miracle that we've actually done this for as long as we have. I would have assumed that I'd break down and gone to see someone by now, but nah. Um... But yeah, that, that that was a solid motivational speech. Like the sports reference, and the sports reference, and the sports reference. Because if you fucking stop, sports will come back. Yes. Imagine that if you got to watch a team in a national championship kneel the fucking ball and not run it. That's crazy. If you stop moving, we'll get to see it again. Yay! All right. That's well, all I got. Yep. That's all. Thank you all for listening, and we'll we'll catch you next week. Bye bye.